figure it out. So it was like, I had sent you, like, I guess I invited you multiple times and you clicked the wrong one. So it was like recording, but I didn't see a recording. So it was just being stupid. But anyway, yes, I saw, uh, you asked if I saw the Lion, or not the Lion, if I saw the Tiger King, and yes, I have. You liked it? Awesome. Huh? I said I loved it. It was awesome. Oh. Uh, impartial. Oh, shit was hilarious. I felt. Oh, it was funny, but like, like it just that it got like repetitive funny. Like after like the second episode, so I was kind of just like, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, me! It. it was like a Post Malone and like his Stone Cold Steve Austin like vest. Well, like you know, because he's all tatted and he had his hair braided and whatever. And then uh, someone put it looks like he could have been. Or I said Post Malone. Looks like he could have been Johnny uh, Joe Exotic's uh, husband. And I was like, damn, that's fucking hilarious. I had a um, I had a screenshot of one yesterday that was funny. Oh, it was uh, it's like a picture. It's like a picture of uh, whatever his name is, Joe Exotic, and he's got like both his guns on and like a gold uh like uh t- tiger print shirt and it says this is the genie that appears when you rub a two damn that's bottle fucking hilarious <laughs> that, that one that was like the, the one that really got me i was like damn, that was funny that's on point but all right man before we get too much into like any other topic let's start with the first topic that we we're gonna cover which was your top five that you have in your uh personal collection that's not in storage and so the first one that that's not in storage, not in that storage? You sent me. so the first one mm. is the uh, Nike SB Dunk Low uh, Monopoly yeah why did you pick that yeah. one well first of all why why do you like SB Dunks in general like why is it the dunk in there um well dunks are probably my number one favorite shoe before the uh, before the hype. That's like the first shoe I actually started collecting before I worked with Champs. So that was like I, I kind of got rid of a, a few that I wish I hadn't. But um, that was just that was just one of the uh, like the iconic shoes. Like back back in uh, the early like sneaker collecting time, where they always did a little bit something extra. Like Dunks, Dunks always had the, uh, like they always had a story. Like obviously, you know Jordans and stuff. All they all have like their dub names, but like the quality of Dunks and like the story or the the concept behind each Dunk was like a lot more like thoughtful and and uh, like well put together, in my opinion. And it was just like one of those things. Like I I used to skate a little bit when I was younger, so that was probably part of it too you know, just always being around them, but, like, obviously, the Dunk and the, uh, like, the Jordan 1 kind of, like, you know, mirror each other, that's probably my other, one of my other, like, favorite silhouettes, but I think that, like, the Dunk is obviously just, I mean, until now, it was completely slept on, and, like, a pair of those, you know, it's not, it doesn't really have any, like, you know, value meaning to them, as far as, you know, money, but, uh, like, it's just a pair of shoes I've always had. And, you know, I take them out now and people see them and they're just, they're like, oh, when, when did those come out? Whose are those? You know, and it's just like, it's just a generic dunk. You know, it's like a $90 dunk. No hype. Just walk into the store on a Friday, buy them, walk out, talk to the people. You know, no crazy lines. And it's just, a, you know, like iconic well, the shoe. Thing that, the coolest thing about your, your dunk, the one that we're talking about, the Monopoly color wave, is that it actually came out in 2012. So that was pretty cool. So it's, what, 2020? So you had that shoe for how long? Eight years? Yeah. Yeah. And then they still look amazing, man. Like you took good care of them. Um, I was actually doing research on the dunks the other night, uh-huh. and I found out, like, the... Well, the Nike SB dunks really came out in around 2002. Um, and one of the one of the main colorways that came out was when they did their first collab with Supreme, which was like an all white colorway, elephant print on it, and uh, that kind of what made the you know that shoe super iconic was that elephant print. It was the first non Jordan 
to actually have elephant print on it. So that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Taking a sip yeah, of uh, some, some liquid. And... <laughs> yeah, I had to take a sip of energy drink. But yeah, like the dunks, um, they just, like I said, they just always have uh, like a well thought out, you know, concept behind each uh, each colorway that they do. So it's not like, you know, like Jordan, Jordan nowadays, like you see some shoes come out and you're just like, oh yeah, they're, they're like complete reaching. Like, I don't know what thinking or what they're doing, like coming up with some random, you know, colorway that has no, you know, no bearing on anything in the world or, or, or in the past or whatever. But like the, you know, the dunks, they always have kind of something cool. Like obviously the one that's probably going to be the next one that's super blown up. I saw that you reposted it, but the um, the Ben and Jerry's collab that they're doing, awesome. like, something like that, like yeah, that shoe is obviously that shoe is going to be uh, you know highly sought after. But at the same time, it's just like you know if, the, if that shoe came out four years ago, you know obviously people are going to want it, but not not the same way that it's going to be hyped up yeah, now. That makes sense. Like the thing though, it's crazy though, because like when I was uh, when I was looking at the dunks, man, like at the like the history of them, like they were showing that even like the skaters would wear like the retro ones and the and the blazers to skate in them, and it just so happened that uh, they have found like the Nike Dunk being like a basketball shoe, and so what they did was they brought it back mm-hmm. because the uh, skaters like the feel of the basketball because it had like grip awareness or I don't know what it was what it exactly it was called, but they could feel like the board underneath them. So they brought it. They brought the dunks yeah. back, but this time it was geared towards skaters. And it's funny that you say you're a skater, but it's uh, also um, like skate culture also became sneaker culture, which also became like uh, just well, just just generally sneaker culture in general. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh. I mean, like that's honestly just one one of the things that got me into to dunks anyway is just it's just like I said it's just an iconic shoe that uh you know a lot of shoes a lot of shoes are in silhouettes are are based off that almost that same sole design and and partially the upper like the you know the ones obviously I used to have a couple pairs of blazers and stuff like that back in the day but um it's just it was like a shoe that was never meant to be a shoe essentially and it just took off the, the most iconic uh, thing on the when it comes to dunk is that fat tongue yeah well actually the fat tongue the fat tongue they only do um, it's more like they've done they've done certain ones I forgot what what years but um, that fat tongue wasn't like the original uh, design they used to have a skinny tongue because I have I had a couple pair of dunks with um, the skinny tongue and that's like, that's what, um, when I, when I actually bought the, I got the strange, when I got the strange loves, um, and the picture, it almost looked like they went back to like the, the skinny tongue and they, they kept it the big tongue, but I actually like the skinny tongue better because the big tongue makes the shoe fit, uh, a lot more snug. And I'm at a, I wear a 12 and it's like a reach to go to a 13, you know? So it's like, if you're a smaller size, and uh, you're buying a dunk and you're like a you know a 10 or a 10 and a half like it's easy for you to just go to an 11 and, and be comfortable but for me it's literally like a huge you know a huge jump and then it's kind of just too long creasing them and then it just kind of like doesn't feel the same anyways they feel like a like a clown in those big ass shoes yeah but I like I mean certain certain things too but I like um, I like dunks to be uh you know, kind of beat up a little bit. Like, obviously, it's a shoe that's meant to be worn. Like, you know, there are ones that are worth a lot of money. But even in that case, like, you know, if you're going to have a shoe worth a lot of money, it looks a lot better on your feet than it does yeah, in the closet. The character, so, man. All those creases have a story. Yeah, it was like the one time I avoided dog poop. You know, I had to hit that hard left, you know, whatever, whatever it is. But, but they, I mean, like, obviously now they still, they're still, uh, there's a lot more colorways of, of dunks than basically, you know, most shoes. And 
they're still coming out with fresh, you know, different color palettes and stuff like that that are keeping people interested. As far as, you know, obviously I keep bringing up Jordan, but someone like Jordan who, you know, releases the same stuff like over a cycle period of time and really doesn't have anything that's, you know, too new. And when they do come out with something new, it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a hit or miss. But a dunk, you know, 90% of the time, especially people who actually are true dunk fans are going to, you know, enjoy any silhouette. Even the, uh, even just like the simple, you know, like the ones that came out, obviously those got hyped up for no reason too, but the ones that came out um, like two weeks ago, like the Syracuse ones and the uh, the other one, I forgot what color it was, Kentucky or whatever, the blue and white. Yeah. Like those, you know, again, it came out three, four years ago. Those, those would be sitting in uh, a skate shop. And then obviously now they sell out and people are like, oh my God, oh my God. And it's just... Well, the cool thing about, no, the cool thing about uh, when it comes to like Nike SB Dunks is that yeah, there's only there's really two silhouettes on them. There's like the high and the lows, but the colors never get re-released or retroed compared to like Jordans that get retroed. Jordan has uh, well, you know, all the silhouettes, but uh, the, you know his popular colors or the colors that he played in are the one that get retroed. Well, yeah, and you got to think about it. Jordan has multiple, multiple silhouettes to do colors on, and they still can't come up with something that's beneficial to, you know, like the the sneaker culture moving forward, whereas a Nike Dunk literally has three silhouettes, the low, a mid, and a high, as far as your generic Dunk, and they still, every time, you know, come out with some something that's going to, like, you know, ex- meet ex- everybody's expectations. But, I mean, it, like... I mean, dunks, they don't, they don't retro, but obviously, like, the plums and stuff like that, like, that's technically a retro. They do, like, reverses a lot, and then, like, um, when, like, back in the day when they had the, um, the De La Soul lows and highs, the, the lows were white, like, the white and yellow, and the highs were the green and brown, and then when they re-released them a couple years ago, they reversed it, so the highs were the white and yellow and the, the lows were the green and brown even though they re-released like the the name of it it was still a different color in general well same same color palette but a different different design to a degree right. no man i can dig it all right so the next shoe you have on your uh on your list is uh, lebron 2 black crimson so uh why did you pick this one man um so this one be a little well dirty. that one yeah, that one. That one's. Uh, that one's some hell. Huh? That one's really. Well, that was one of the first shoes I actually like played um, competitive basketball in, like outside of your typical like YMCA league. I think that was. I forgot what year <laughs> they came out. Yeah, I forgot what year they came out, but I think that was like my eighth grade year, going into ninth grade playing AAU. And that was those, yeah. And then that was the uh, that was like the shoe I got. And then in hindsight, when I like when I was younger, obviously I was I was smaller, but that shoe is like a brick, you know, compared to like a shoe nowadays. Those things, each shoe weighs like five pounds. It feels like. So, in, in, so in those came out November yeah, six, two thousand and four. Yeah, so that's actually. But the year. I actually had it before so that. 2004. Thing. I actually had it before that oh, wow. thing. 2004 was the year. Because I remember came out. getting them. Yeah, I remember. Honestly, not, I'm 90% sure about this, but I'm pretty sure I got that. Sh- like, obviously, this just shows how much, like, shoes, um, you know, weren't as hyped up, but I'm pretty sure I got that shoe at Sports Authority. I mean, it was still it was still an expensive shoe for like the time. Obviously, you know, two thousand four. Most your uh, your most your most expensive shoes were were Jordans, and then uh, most your SIG athlete shoes were like still around like a hundred bucks, hundred and twenty bucks. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, those were like one thirty five or something like that. Or but I got them at Sports <laughs> Authority. Dude, that's that's pretty cool, man. I don't even have a pair of LeBron shoes. I think uh, the I, mean, I don't have them anymore because they, they probably don't fit me. I don't know what happened to them, but it was probably like the LeBron Knights. That's the that's the first LeBron I ever remember buying. 
or getting. So that's that's what I that's what I enjoy about like my sneaker, like the top five that I sent. Like obviously, it's what I had with me too. But the reason I sent that top five is just to show like, oh, it's almost to prove a point of like, look at you know look at obviously not people that we work with because they're in the same predicament as all of us. You know they've been collecting for a while mostly as well. But for your, you know, your average person that thinks they like know everything about shoes and they're a sneakerhead, which you can be a sneakerhead, you know, if you're newer in the game. But like I'm sent a picture of uh, three of those shoes released, you know, before 2010. So it's like, and, and now they're now they're technically red, like the 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 ones that we'll get to, the Kobe's that got retroed last year. The um, LeBron fours they haven't retro right. yet. I said the uh, huh? Kobe's aren't retro yet. Yeah, I mean you didn't. They retro. No, no, I those. mean like you you don't have the retro pair. You have the original pair that came out. Oh yeah, I have the original yeah. one. Yeah. All right, so uh, tell me. Which is also a funny story about when we get to right. that. So um, so what if you if you can remember what did you not like about like the LeBron uh twos compared to like today's basketball shoes? Just just the weight on it. Yeah, they're just super heavy, and then uh, next time I see you, I'll bring them with me so you can you can feel them. But they're just super heavy, and like the mesh on them, like the mesh on them is almost like the mesh you would um, um, shoe that you've probably felt. But like the uh, remember when they did the um, the uh, Air Force ones that were like the military the military like highs like the super high ones with like the paracord buckle and all that <laughs> like yeah so the shoe is basically um i think it's i think it's an encapsulated zoom um which you know takes off a little bit of weight but zoom's obviously heavier than air max or like the um the other um air max and uh and it's like that mesh and then a leather upper so it's just like Durability-wise, obviously you can see like it's you know they're dirty, but like they're not uh, they're not destroyed. No, they're not beat. But, but as you can far tell as you like put some miles on them. <laughs> yeah, but as far as like you know like a weight factor compared to like a um, like a hyper dunk or something it uses like a like a super thin mesh. You know that that's obviously your biggest difference, but the like the. Um, you know the durability is the the biggest part because obviously working in the business, you know how many people back when hyperdunks and everything were popular were blowing out of them. You know just because they were so thin and they're. My age, I mean, obviously when I had them, I was what 2004. I was 13, 14. So yeah, just going in, yeah, like seventh grade. So damn, when you're 13, 14, you're what? You're like six foot back then. Um, I think mind my you guys, we're just like six, six, six right now. Around six How are foot. You? Huh? How tall are you right now? Six seven. Six, oh, well, he's six seven. So he was probably six foot tall, like back in the dizzy. I was like five, I think I was like five, eight in fifth grade or something like that. Some weird, some crazy. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I like had like a growth spurt and then I stopped. <laughs> I understand. But all right, so the next shoe on your, uh, on your, on your top five is the LeBron four. Also black and crimson. Yeah, came out, so that um, these these shoes came out on 2006. So that one, that's honestly probably my favorite LeBron silhouette, just because it's super slept on, and it's also um, a lot of people don't know, but it's also uh, it also uses like the foam posit material. So that was like one of the first shoes they used foam posit on outside of uh, like the Duncans and the uh, the Pennies. So that that's probably one of my favorite things. It's it's a really heavy shoe too, but like the upper on it's a lot lighter because it's the foam posit. But um, that shoe's super comfortable too. I have to bring that one for you so you can check out. 
And I actually had, um, I actually had a lot. That's part of like one of the shoes that I'm mad. Oh, okay, parent. Oh, them birds, man. Let them know, parrot. Uh, he says. But um, that's one of the shoes that I'm kind of mad I got rid of a lot of because I had uh, had a good amount of colors. I had those. I had the the West Coast, which was like the white upper with the navy sole. I had the uh, I think it was the, um, the playoffs, which was like the white upper with the navy sole and the red and gold. Birthdays, which were like the orange and blue OG, um, like hardwood classic colorway calves, like I don't know colors. But uh, that's yeah, that's just again, it's one of those shoes that's like I've always had and I never never got rid of. I always have to keep one behind. Have to man, especially since they're, they're so old and, and like iconic in the sense of uh, you know the innovation for LeBron shoes, like shoes going forward. Yeah, it's um, it's just yeah, it's just one of those one of those shoes that it's like, I mean, that, I think that was like the last uh, LeBron too before he started doing like the full Air Max. I think the five, well, no, the five, I don't think they did Air Max on at all, but I believe was it a six? I think it was a six. But it was just yeah, it was just one of those shoes that's just like, I don't know, I just always like LeBron was. Obviously, he went to the league, you know, around the time I went into high school and, like, basketball got a lot more serious. So, he was just one of those people that I always idolized as a player. And then, you know, I just always, always wore his shoes and collected his shoes growing up. So, I just had to keep it. I understand that. All right, man. So, the next shoe you have on the list, which I think is funny because you're, you're stupid, is uh, the, the Air Monarchs. And then you customized them. What uh, what was the inspiration behind putting this on the list and the customization, customization? There you go. Well, I think everybody knows I'm probably the only person like jokes about Monarchs that actually owns a pair. And uh, the only reason I bought them was because they, we I got them like super cheap um, off our website. I think I I paid like twenty bucks for them, and I got like the regular with, so they're not like you know boats but um i don't know i just like i just had them forever i mean i've worn them a couple times like to work they're actually like super comfortable as an old man shoe but um i I just got i was like super bored one day and i was like oh let me just mess around like customizing them so i went to uh the customer the what he customized on it he uh he ended up putting uh elephant print on the swoosh and a little bit of the a black upper, uh, and gray. Actually, looks pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, especially nowadays how dad shoes and dad style, like anything dad style, is and is popular right now. Or it's kind of going out of trend now. But uh, when he had these, they were popular. Yeah. Well, I saw I saw like the somebody like an actual like legit um, shoe customized customizer or whatever however you'd say that designer whatever right. actually like took the time and and you know fully fully turned a monarch into a um a uh a jordan cement three and i was like oh you know the shoe it cost me 20 bucks i wear them every now and then why not just mess around so i just went to the store one day bought a uh like a paint pen and uh just basically went to town and they ended, they, up, look, they ended up looking a lot better than I expected yeah they, they look nice man I mean I wouldn't wear them but like, I get where you're coming from especially because you're like a goofy white guy that's like awkwardly tall at 6'7 yeah you rock those and, uh, you and, work, like, and by the way of... not only is he 6'7 he wears a size 12 in shoes like what the fuck yo I messed up my feet playing basketball I always wear my shoes too small so I got hey. like some got some hammer toes but I was like I was like everybody's always like oh yeah you get them a little bit big and then wear like two socks but I always I always wore my shoes tight because I felt like I could like feel you know more of the uh of the ground than like what my body was doing it's kind of weird you know describing it to people but like I just I was just more comfortable in tight shoes and then obviously you know jumping a lot and coming down on like the balls of your feet or 
your toes are, you know, jamming up in the front all the time and stuff. So not recommended, but I mean, if you're going to play basketball, just be comfortable. And that's what I was comfortable doing. So yeah, that makes sense. I'm mad at it. Yeah. That's why the, mon- the monarchs feel so comfortable when you wear them, when you do decide to wear them. <laughs> I might bring them out tomorrow. Oh, okay. With some, with some like old some little quarantine shorts. heat. Oh, okay. Said shorts. Mm-hmm. What kind of what kind of vintage tee are you gonna wear with that, man? You know you gotta go full vintage. You might as well fuck it if you're gonna pull out the shorts. I don't know. I have a. Um, I mean, it's been pretty hot out. I have a uh, uh, like a Mitchell and Ness Rodman Bulls jersey. Might go pretty nice with it. Oh, okay. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Oh, by the way, guys, Roberto here is also one half of Vintage Rhino. The other other half is being a bitch, and I mean, I love him, but he's being an asshole right now. Don't want to talk to us because he's in a fraternity, and you know what they do in fraternities. So, young men. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say a half. I would, at this point, I would say probably uh, like three fourths, <laughs> seven eighths, seven eighths, yeah. Love you, Blake Moore. Come Hello. back to us. Be normal. Anyway, uh, enough about uh, about that guy. Uh, the next shoe you have on <laughs> the next shoe you have on the list is the Kobe Four um, Draft Eight. Tell me about that. Why is that one? Uh, well, first of all, RIP to Kobe. We know uh, he's a legend. The shoe, the number one, the retro. Excuse me, the Kobe Four is a super iconic shoe. Um, you know, you got the Draft Day, you know, edition of it. Uh, why did you pick this? Um, and why do you still have this? Um, well, to be honest with you, let me find my picture real quick. I don't even know what happened to it. But, um, so basically, I actually had probably, like, uh, one of the craziest, like, Kobe collections back in the day. Uh-huh. And, uh, I moved out to be on my own and I had uh, financial struggles to where I felt like I needed to get rid of a lot of shoes and at the time the Kobe's were the ones that were a little bit you know more expendable I guess to me because I was never really like a huge Kobe fan like I was a LeBron fan but I liked the shoes and oh uh, by the way guys Kobe 4 came out in 2014 so, um, the, uh, the Kobe four, the only reason I actually have that one is if you look at the picture, I strategically took a picture of all left shoes, right. uh, the, the right shoe, actually the sole separated from it. So I'm just basically having the two in my collection, but they're unwearable. So I just felt like it was, um, you know, obviously still like an iconic shoe that you know i'm not obviously i'm never gonna wear again but i still have in my collection and just to flex on these assholes (laughs) yeah and then they uh obviously they retroed them but um they did retro them and then they came out you said last year when they retroed them yeah it was last year i'm pretty sure like towards the end of last year maybe the like fall of last year i want to say when they were doing like a couple colors it might have been earlier this year i don't even remember offhand but I didn't, I mean, obviously I didn't even go for him because I had the original, but, um, but this is also honestly one of my favorite shoes too, just because like, again, like sneakerhead culture, you know, a lot of people don't know that Kobe was drafted by the Hornets. So like, it's just one of those shoes where it's like, oh, why do you have, why is, why is the draft day shoe, you know, purple and blue? One of my questions for you is why is it purple and blue? And do you know why? Um, another thing is, why is it the draft day fours? Like, why why is it the number four and it wasn't like the number one? Uh, honestly, I don't even know. I didn't even look at it like that, but I know. Um, I don't know either. Had, I was hoping that you did. Well, I mean, he he honestly. Well, also, also when you look at it, like, so you look at like the LeBron four came out in two thousand six, but a Kobe four came out in two thousand fourteen. That's also because, um, as most people know, Kobe was with, Kobe's was with Adidas. Yep. On top of that, um, when he did get his contract with Nike, 
he wore um, Hirachi, like the Hirachi basketball shoes, the 2K threes and fours. Yep. And that was that was like technically his signature shoe without his name. So, you know, if you want to add shoes like that, he had probably three shoes with Nike before his actual signature you know, Kobe Kobe one, which was still technically a Hirachi um, silhouette, but that was you know his first his first signature shoe was a lot later in his career right with nike dude i love it man i wish i i wish i had a pair i don't think i I was never into kobe uh until i got maybe senior year senior year high school where i had like the area 51 kobe's i think six or sevens and i had like the black history month kobe six or sevens i can't remember which ones and then i had like a i call them the hulk colorway but i can't remember the name of it i think it was the eight but it was like a, it was like all purple with like cheetah print on it, and then it had like a green tongue. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, the Christmas cheetahs. There you go. That's the one I had. I had those as well. And uh, I'm really not sure what happened to them. To any of my Kobe's, to be honest with you, I don't know if my mom uh, threw them away or, uh, you know, I gave them to one of my cousins because we were the same size. I'm not, I'm not really not even sure what happened to them, man. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I had. I sent a picture to Abe actually yesterday. If you go back on like my actual Instagram to 2014, I don't actually the Kobe Kobe four drafted didn't they they couldn't have came out in 2014 because I took a picture in 2014 of Kobe seven. So that actually doesn't um, line up. Oh, okay. Let me, let me look, sorry. Let me look real quick to make sure. But um. Huh. Okay. I could have sworn it was, but I could have misread it. Yeah, you probably misread it because you're stupid. I'm pretty dumb. Not um, really intelligent. Well, obviously, everything that's going to come up is uh, 2019. Let me. Uh... Let me see. I don't you got to type in, man. Huh? 2000 and I think uh, 2009. Right. Oh my God! Why would you not? It's somewhere around there because what 2014 would be Kobe seven. Okay, I'm sorry. Had, 2008. No. That's when they came out. 2008. All right, 2008. Yeah, you're way off. That's probably Stupid. when it was published. <laughs> I'm sorry. My apologies, guys. But um, yeah, my, I sent like a picture of my Kobe's to uh, Abe, and I had. I mean, all these shoes, obviously, I had to get rid of um, due to financial problems. But um, I had, like, all-star Kobe 4s, um, Carpe Diem Kobe 4s, which they they uh, retroed. Um, the Rice uh, um, Kobe 6s, which was, like, one of the other high schools, I believe, in Chicago. He went to Lower Marion, but, like, Rice is, like, another school that he... Uh, sponsored like after he uh, went to the NBA it's like also in his uh, hometown which I think he's he's from isn't he from like Chicago area he's from Illinois somewhere for that man's but, um, sorry. like I said I wasn't a Kobe fan and I'm not gonna hop on the bandwagon fortunately I respect him unfortunately I'm not a fan but um yeah and then I had uh, like basically every Kobe 7 besides the uh, pink the pink and blue Barcelona. So I had what the Kobe's, Yin Yang's, Invisibility Cloaks, um, Deer the Dragons, um, like obviously the Poison Dart Frogs, the Easter Poison Dart Frogs, the Cheetahs, Christmas Cheetahs. So I had I had all the uh, the Kobe's that mattered. I had I had the um, the uh, Galaxies. I had the what the Kobe eights, the um, extraterrestrial Kobe eights. So, looking back on it, obviously I'm. Uh, I wish I had them still, but it is what it is. You learn, man. Oh well. All right, man. So the next shoe you have on here is also or the last shoe actually is also SB. We couldn't really find the actual name for it. But it's the uh, Nike SB Dunk Low, and it's just like an olive and purple. I couldn't find the name for it, man, uh, on the yeah, internet. They, didn't, they don't have a name dubbed for them. It's just the, uh, I think it's like they're just called like Atomic 
Atomic Red and Purple or something like that. But um, the only reason I put that one in there, I've, I've, I have like another pair of SVs that I wear a lot, the, um, the Fire and Ice one. But the only reason I... Well, we went to uh, we went to, uh, ThriftCon, right? Yeah, the orange one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only reason I put those ones in there, though, is uh, one, because I rarely ever wear them. But two, just to like, just the state of fact of like how much, again, the sneaker culture changed. Um, because I actually got that shoe. I think it came out in 2013, I want to say. Um, but I actually like the local um, skate shop here where I did get most like the higher, you know, like the higher end, like, you know, more sought after releases. Um, but that that shoe, obviously, like the colorways a lot, you know, pretty unique colorway some weird colors going on you got like a pink a purple and olive um but i actually you know got that shoe at a at the skate shop by my house for 40 bucks i think because it was like half off or whatever because you know nobody no nobody wanted um so i just kind of threw that one in there just as like a uh like yeah look how look how long i look how long i've been doing this whoa yeah somebody honked for some reason but uh but yeah just (laughs) but uh just yeah just did it as like a look how long i've been doing this kind of uh kind of thing to where it's like you know even uh like for for instance ape like a you know good good thing i always like one of the things i always talk about that people are like no you're lying but um abe uh in his top five he he uh he put in lebron south beach um eighth the preheat and a lot of people don't even know. I, I mean, I could have got them at the time. I just didn't have money to do it. Um, but those actually sat on shelves for like a week. They, uh, those were completely, uh, you know, just, it was the first color, first time they did that colorway. So it was like a lot, it was a weird colorway for people, you know, back then, uh, you know, the bright, like vibrant colors weren't as popular. It was a lot more like muted colors, like, you know, just a general like color palette of blue and green and red and, and whatnot but um that shoe kind of like shocked people and they just weren't on it like that and then they were there for like a week and then they got some some hype behind them and ended up obviously selling out but you know now that's like a grail shoe for some people and uh a lot of those people that are willing to spend you know a thousand plus dollars for it now could have got it on the shelves for you know 180 when it came out the first time they're going for way more than that yeah are they 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 go up and down a lot yeah that's the only bad thing about the lebrons is that they they really have to look at the market a lot yeah oh all right man well those are your uh those are your top five that you have like on or with you uh, off the top of your head, what are your top fives that you uh, like grailed uh, or grail top five that you wish you had that you don't have? Um, well, the number one, my number one. Hey, hold on, hold on. Before I you think... start this, like, don't go like fucking crazy with like Eminem fours and undefeated fours and you know some fucking like really exclusive like non-existent pairs and shit. Well, the first shoe on my list is is really like exclusive, non-existent. Um, but again, it's only well, that's to fine, like but a, not the not the whole five. <laughs> yeah, so I'm saying it's really only to like a SB um, fan. But the number one shoe on my list, and probably a lot of people's list, is the uh, the yellow lobsters, oh, which yeah, obviously good. like the lobster the, the lobsters again. Um, you know that 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 was like one of the shoes that got people back into uh, SBs. Obviously, with like Travis Scott wearing SBs and stuff as well. But the yellow lobsters is is uh, you know one of the like the SB grail is just because there's so few made. I think they, I think it was rumored that there was only like 36 pairs or so made for like friends and family. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> But that was that was also because like like again with the storyline with um with uh you know Nike SB and like and how far they look into things. Um so obviously like the first three 
the three the three original lobsters that Concepts did was um, the blue or the red, the blue, and the yellow, right? So the red, the red lobster, obviously still rare to this day, um, was the most you know unexclusive pair of the three because a red lobster in the wild is common, and then the blue lobster they made it even more exclusive due to the fact of how rare finding a blue lobster in nature is. And then the last one, which was the friends and family pair, which is the yellow lobster, is the most exclusive because it happens like the least in nature. It's like one in, you know, some crazy million amount that like you find a yellow lobster in nature. So that's like the way that they they release the pairs in in quantity, which I think obviously that makes this, the shoe itself super cool because it's almost they, they made it seem like you're finding a yellow lobster in the wild, you know, if you do have that pair. Yeah, I didn't so, know that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, so I thought I thought that was pretty cool. And then obviously, you know, this year they released the um, the green and the purple, which I think I think was uh, you know a cool color colorway, obviously with the lobsters. But you know, I got him. But, um, yeah, so yellow lobsters would be number one. Um, okay, number two. Number two would basically be the shoe that I had, um, but I want back, uh, would be what the Kobe ate, uh, just because that that silhouette was also one of my favorite kobe silhouettes and i did have the shoe which i had it i ended up getting it um waiting in line at a store in the size 13. Shit, and I, I, yeah and i tried to like i tried to like trade it um forever and i couldn't find anybody local because they were so you know so rare at the time um i couldn't find anybody that had them and obviously you know i'm not gonna just reach out to somebody random and be like, Hey, let me send you this shoe. And you send it back and then end up getting scammed out of hundred percent. So I ended up selling them, um, you know, like a week or two after they, they came out and, uh, and, you know, obviously now they, they've, uh, doubled in price, if not tripled to, uh, to get a pair. I mean, you can still find like a used one, but who wants to wear like, if it's, if it's affordable and they're generally beat to grab. So, um, third pair. Do, huh? What's your uh, third what's pair? your third pair? Yep. Grand. Uh, um, we sell those. Your third pair? No, I said uh, my third my third pair is another friends and family pair of shoes, but one that most people don't know about. It's not it's not as expensive as. Uh, yellow lobsters but it would be lebron ford dunk mans which is like obviously yeah lebron lebron did the dunk man uh colorway a lot which is like the black with the uh like the metallic green and silver they did a uh they did like a a friends and family colorway for the dunk man and for which i think was the first time they did that color and uh so that one's uh for like a LeBron collector, that one's pretty pretty sought after just because, again, there's only so few pairs made. It's not like 100% known how many pairs were, you know, made and given out, but that's just one of those, again, iconic colorways that's just like kind of want to have in your collection if you were to have one. Yeah, I understand. All right, man, what's your number four? Number four would be, again, probably... Repeat so that one more time. You know, keep going in and out. So what was uh, what was the number four? Uh, the Heineken SBs. Okay, that's a good pair as well. So it's so uh, again, like you know, too, I think. yeah, for pretty penny. Yeah, a pretty dime. I mean, maybe maybe a beautiful beautiful nickel. Yeah, they're not. Uh, I mean, they're not necessarily going for a crazy amount of money. Uh, again, it's like it's more of a uh, affordable shoe on my list um, if I had the money to buy shoes 
but uh, they just, you know, again, Nike, SB, they did the uh, basically like the brewery pack where they did, you know, Heineken's and Newcastle's. Um, and it's just, they're just cool colorways that, uh, you know, just back in the day, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people weren't like heavily on and uh, probably could have had a chance to get them if I really, uh, really wanted to because nobody was on them back then. But just now it's one of those shoes you look back at, it's super simple, white, white, you know, black colorway with a red star, kind of, you know, where just, you know, be happy to have it. Again, your top one of your, you know, uh, top five like grail pair. Uh, what's your number fifth or your fifth pair? What's the five, number my five? Number, my number fifth, my one, two, three, four, fifth. Yeah, number one, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> the fifth pair on uh, that list. So number number five is probably a simple one for anybody who likes likes dunks. Uh, again, super expensive, but uh, it's gonna be what the dunks. You know, oh, obviously, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, that's that's probably one of the shoes that got people like really into dunks that you know were into dunks back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on one shoe, and you know, starting the uh, the what the craze, you know, behind like sick athlete shoes and okay. and everything okay, so- else. So the what the the what the the what the dunks started the what the on traffic like the what the trend. Yeah, well, the what the dunks came out. I think like a year or two before, like the trend um, really started. Like obviously, uh, you know, Nike made the shoe, so they have that. Uh, you know, they always have that silhouette in the back of their mind for like a color pattern. Right. But um, it was just one of those things that it's like, again, it got slept on for a little bit. Obviously, it was for the people who collected shoes back in the day. That was a grail shoe forever. Um, but that that was like also what started the uh, the trend with with the what does. I know they. I think the first one, the first SIG athlete to do a what the was. Uh, I want to say it was KD. They did. Uh, I don't know if it actually was a release shoe, but I think I was seeing the uh, the what the KD five. That was the um, the first like Sig athlete shoe that it, they did a what the on, if I'm not mistaken. And then Push. following that, that they did they did what the yeah they did what the KD six is. KD was like the first one I think that ran with it, and then they did it with LeBron's obviously, and then the Kobe's later. Um, and then uh, other brands picked it up. I know Asics did kind of like a what the shoe without saying what the. I'm sure it's kind of copyrighted by by Nike, but they did like a, a what the collab kind of shoe on like a Gel Light Three, I think. Um, but obviously, it's uh, that's kind of picked up a lot too because you know just like again, who you know who was the first real silhouette to to do the um, the color changing shoes. PSB. It was the, the Cheech and Chong's, the Statue of Liberties, Lance Mountains, you know, all these shoes that you have them in the beginning stage and they're one color and then you, you know, you obviously they're meant to be beaten up and change colors. So, um, you know, that started that craze starting up again and obviously they're doing that a lot with shoes now where they, uh, they have like a tear off effect or like a rub effect or they change colors. So I mean that's uh, really... the what New York to Paris uh, Jordan SBs. Yeah, I have LA to Chicago. Oh, sorry, Mister. I got LA to Chicago. <laughs> I got... Damn, how to get the next best thing? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I like the the LA to Paris or the New York to Paris are. Every time I see, I like. than the uh like the beginning like the one once it's all like pink out and everything but the reason i like the la to chicago is just because i like i like the way that it is to start i like the transition and obviously um you know it ends up being a chicago technically jordan one so you know you have three three unique shoes in one shoe basically through through a lifetime with that shoe yeah. 
All right, man. Those are your uh, your ground top fives, then, huh? Yeah, you gonna get me one of them? Broke. Yeah, me too. But all right, Roberto, it was nice talking to you. Appreciate the uh, you know this little conversation, especially because of this fucking quarantine. We're gonna do it uh, in person. So I'm sorry for the quality of the sound, guys. And uh, Roberto kept going in and out of like signal, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But uh, we'll keep it rolling. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I can get TJ on it. And uh, TJ got some pretty cool pairs. Uh, hopefully I can get Abe on it. Abe, Abe's being a little punk. He don't want to do it. And uh, he's scared. He's nervous. And uh, I'm going to get Alex. Alex will do it too. Alex has a, good, a few good pairs. He has a few LeBrons in his, uh, in his arsenal as well. In his top five. Well, I'm sure I'm sure Abe's the one to do it. I know TJ spends all his manager money on shoes, but uh, Abe's Abe's like the uh, the 50 year old that's been collecting shoes forever. So I'm sure he's damn uh, shots fired, shots fired, Abel. I just know he can't guard me, but um, oh, damn. Well, he can't guard me, bro. You gotta you gotta keep six feet, six yeah, feet of space. Yeah, that, that, that's true, that's true. But you're also 6'7", and he's like, what, like 5'1", 5'2"? Dang, shot's fired. Hey, man, he's a, he's, a, he's a short guy, man. In comparison to nah, you. Nah, but, but, uh, yeah, Abe, Abe's, Abe's hiding some stuff in the, uh, on the back burner. Yeah, man, he don't want no one to know, bro. He's fucking, he's a dick. Yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely got some, uh, some heat he doesn't want to talk about. Yeah. He, he's from Louisiana, you can't trust him. Yeah, I went to I went to um, Louisiana. I definitely wouldn't trust anybody from there. Damn it, Abel! I thought you were a good guy, man. But all right, bro. Well, appreciate the conversation. Like I said, Uh, I guess I'll just uh, text you later and let you know how how it goes. Yeah, just don't do what uh, what you did last time and record an entire conversation and then uh, and then delete it. Hey, 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 the accidents are meant to, you know, there's no, there's no such thing as accident, just beautiful mistakes, all right? All right, well, I guess you went out of signal, because uh, I can no longer hear you, nor the background noise, but uh, stay safe out there, wipe your ass with some toilet paper if you run out, take a shower, and, uh, and stay beautiful, man. All right, you too. Oh, shit, all right, bye. I'm back. Oh, damn, now you're gone.